0: This is the Thin Space Podcast. My name is Evan Chasteen, and I'd like to thank you for listening today. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. This is episode eight of our long walk together. In the last episode, we talked about experiencing God through our emotions. Jody shared with us that feelings are a way to experience, know, and love God. We practiced a prayer of becoming aware of our strongest feelings and emotions in life and then asked God to reveal what he wanted us to know about these feelings and emotions. This is something that wasn't talked about much in my life growing up and I benefited greatly from this practice. If you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend it. Larry, uh, can you share with us what we'll be talking about in today's episode and kind of how we got here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great, uh, great to be together again. I just this is I just so look forward to this time together. Uh, Me yes, too. To, it's great. To, yeah, it really, it really is. T- you know, today we're going to be we're going to be talking about an, another type of of prayer uh, called uh, journaling prayer or conversational prayer, and and it's a really powerful prayer. We'll talk more about this. It's a really powerful uh, prayer to to focus our minds which can can often uh, drift away and and just for those of us that maybe just joining in just a, a, a recap of the the long walk that we're on together here you know we began we began by just talking about what is truly the meaning of of life and and that is to fall in love with god that that nothing that we do in our time here on earth with a life that that God has given us will be more important than coming to know and love him and then love others. And, you know, Jesus told us that through the, through through the great commandment, but we're so often searching for what is our life really all about? And it all begins with that. And so this journey that we're on together, is like, well, how do we, how do we do that? How do we come to fall in love with God? And we talked about the importance of letting his love in. It's like, how do we receive his love? Because we can't love him and love others and love ourselves until we receive it. And, and that led us into just, you know, what are all the different ways that we can experience God, a relationship with God? You know, how do we hear him? And we talked about a number of different ways to do that. And and then we began to move into some practices, different prayer practices that uh, many of us have maybe have never been exposed to. But they're, they're really ancient practices, and uh, they're just they're wonderful ways of of, um, of experiencing him, him and coming to know him. And so we talked about uh, Lectio Divina, which is reading the scriptures and, and meditating and reflecting on the scriptures and listening to God reveal the meaning of it. And we, um, we talked about experiencing God through beauty, that beauty... Arrests our heart when we when we enter into something stunning. It can it can stop us. And when we run into the beauty of God, it it, are, it literally will arrest our hearts. And we listen to a divine piece of music as an example of that as a as a prayer practice. And then, as you mentioned the, in the last episode, uh, we talked about how do we experience God through emotions and feelings. So today we're gonna we're gonna talk about the practice of experiencing God in our heart, mind, and soul. And to do this, we must learn how to allow the Holy Spirit to tame our thought life, so that we can hear from God more clearly. And before we get started, Evan, just we we would just in, uh, encourage everybody, just even to pause the recording uh, right now, or uh, to pause um, your listening right now and and get a journal and and or a notepad and a and a pen uh, you'll need that for what we're going to do here in just a few minutes uh, most of us are probably familiar with psalm 46:10 which is be still and know that I am God so we know that verse or we may maybe hearing it for the first time and that's okay but be still and know that I am God. I, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but <laughs> I think all of us, I know I do, find it really difficult to be still bef- before God in prayer, you know, to sit for 5, 10, maybe even 15 minutes. Just being with God without our runaway thought life hijacking our prayer time. Yeah. you know what I mean where <laughs> we can be um, reading scripture or sitting with God in any way and and our mind drifts off to what has to happen today or just mm-hmm. thought- it's like a runaway train of of sorts um you know what I mean
0: yeah, yeah
1: it's um it's really interesting because research shows that the average person has between 50 and 70,000 thoughts a day. So you and I and everyone <laughs> listening, we have between 50 and 70, 50 and 70,000 thoughts a day. And if you just do the simple math on that, that means every minute you and I are having between 35 and 48 thoughts as, as a person and the that's steady crazy. isn't that crazy and you know um we don't think about it because we're, we're busy in the thoughts that we're having but <laughs> if if we you know if we track that that's exactly what we would find and yeah
0: even our it's kind of a thought inception because even our thoughts about thinking thoughts are counted as one of those <laughs> thoughts that we're having throughout the day <laughs> yeah
1: exactly and, and the steady flow of thinking is, it's like a thick filter between our thoughts and feelings and, uh, and our head and heart. Mm-hmm. It's like our, our, our th- these thoughts that come in can keep our hearts uh, from God. And, you know, there's this steady and unending barrage of thoughts that we all experience and this can and does rob us of an awareness of God's presence in each and every moment. And I know, I know, all of mm. us know that. But you know, and we and and we want to be freed from it. But the question is, like, well, how do we get freed from that? And how do we keep our prayer life from at uh, times being, you know, almost a runaway train where you, you know, you find yourself. Completely away from the original place that you started, and it's a short period of time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, without learning how to still our mind in our prayer life, it's it's nearly impossible for us to hear God's uh, still small voice. You know, we 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 have to get still. We have to still our mind to to really begin to hear from Him. I can remember this is, gosh, a number of years ago and i was uh, i was out in in nature this favorite spot that i used to go to and and i was trying to learn how to to do exactly what we're talking about today and i was just sitting there asking for god to to speak to me and i just heard it came as a thought i heard uh, listen to the birds and I'm out in nature and I'm surrounded with birds and all of a sudden I start to listen with them. And it's just this amazing orchestra of all different birds. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I stayed in that listening for probably seven seconds, maybe, maybe maybe nine. And immediately my thought life kicked back in. And when, when I started thinking again, I couldn't hear the birds. Mm. I was in my thoughts and I couldn't hear the birds and then so I I went down this train of train of thoughts and all of a sudden I got interrupted again and and the thought that came in was listen to the birds. And so I started listening to the birds together uh, uh, again and and this time I did much better. I think I lasted about 14 seconds of just listening to the birds and then my thought life kicked back in again. And then I can interrupt it a third time, Evan.
0: Hmm.
1: And this time, I, what I heard from the Lord was, Larry, listening to the birds is a lot like listening to the Holy Spirit. When you, when you tune in to listening to the birds, it's like tuning in to listening to me. I love that. And I think we probably all, like, all experience the same thing. Like if you go outside, you and if you're not thinking about listening to the birds, you don't hear them. Mm-hmm. But if you do, they're everywhere. And so, so that was one of my first introductions to this notion of how how do we how do we experience this challenge of stilling our thoughts before God? Mm. How can we learn to quiet? Um, our minds before god yeah and I, and i'll say this probably if i were to say two things that i've learned over the years or learning over the years is number 1 learning how to still our mind takes lots and lots and lots of practice it's it's you know it's not something that just comes is that we have to grow in our ability to spend longer periods of time listening and then probably even more important than that is just asking the Holy Spirit to continually interrupt our thought lives with the thoughts of God, with the mind of Christ. That if we, if we ask the Holy Spirit, you know, I, I need help here. My mind won't turn off. Will you help me? Will you interrupt my thought life with your thoughts? And if we'll do that, if we'll ask God and give God, the creator of the universe, permission to interrupt our thoughts, he'll, he'll begin to do that and he'll begin to grow us. So uh, over these, these next few podcasts together, we're just you know on this journey together that we're taking. We're going to practice a, a few ways that may be new, uh, but they're very, very helpful in learning how to still our minds uh, before God. And so the, so the one we're gonna look at today is it's called journaling prayer or uh, some people refer to it as conversational prayer. And it's something that a mentor of mine introduced me to a number of years ago. And it's really the idea of just journaling with God, uh, with him, not, not about him, but, but actually with him. And a, and a really key thing happens when we write. When we write our mind is focused on the words we are putting on paper. We go from those thirty-five to forty eight thoughts per minute to only a few that are coming as we write. It literally focuses our minds. I you know, I don't I don't know about you, Evan, but I, I was never a journal journaler prior to to my mentor introducing this to me. I just I just didn't do it. But I struggled um, so greatly was stealing my mind that I, I had to try something different in my prayer life. And, and, uh, and this was, uh, was really critical for me as I began to learn how to do it. So if, if we can learn how to journal our prayer life conversations with God, we can literally avoid a mind with thoughts that are continually drifting away from him. It, it's, it's amazing how well it works. Um, In in Rosalind Rinker's book, it's called Prayer Conversations with God. It's written back in 1959. Um, She said this, and I love, I love this. What is conversational prayer with God? Prayer is the expression of the human heart in conversation with God. To simplify, prayer is a dialogue or conversation between two persons who love each other. I just I, I I just think that says it so well and that's what we're going to be stepping in in here today um, what what are your what are your thoughts on this I mean what what's your experience been around all of this?
0: Yeah, so it's funny whenever you read that quote or whenever you have uh, used terms like conversational prayer in relation to God, my first reactions are, are somewhat negative reactions or uh, negative emotions towards the idea of this, and it's because I've I've taken it's it's taken me a long time to unlearn the idea of God that I I think I probably began with, which was this uh, white bearded man sitting on a throne uh, in heaven, and so uh, having a conversation with that man. Is immediately where my mind goes back to, uh, whenever we, whenever these words are said like that, and so uh, it was. It was intriguing to me as I sat down to do this, which I think I'll share a little bit uh, about my conversation that I had with God. Uh, that's kind of where I started. Was this honest place of uh, I? It feels weird to converse with. You and I don't view you like I used to, uh, and God's loving response to that. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of have some some negative feelings towards the words. That uh, actually sitting down and practicing practicing this helped me to move move past.
1: Oh, well, that's great. That's great. Well, I mean, I, I just that is. Uh, that's so important that you said that because there, I'm sure there are some of us listening where, you know, we talked about this in some of the previous podcasts. But one of our our great fears of can be of um, getting quiet before God and doing this type of a prayer is, you know, is who we think He is. You know, our, our preconceived notion of who He is, and and so you know, if there's anybody um, that's listening that that is uh, dealing with something like having what you just shared, just the encouragement is just to press through it and to, and to give this a try. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, we're going to, we're going to practice a really, really simple method of, of journaling or our, our conversational prayer with God. So if, if everyone would just take out the, your journals that, um, that we talked about in the beginning. If you take out your journal or a notepad or a piece of paper, whatever it might be. And then if you, if you would draw a vertical line down the entire center of the page from, from top to bottom, just a, a line down the middle of the page from top to bottom. And at the upper, the top upper left column of the page, just write the title, My Words. So your words, my words. And at the top of the upper right-hand column, write God's words. Just write God's words or something along those lines. And as you begin your, your prayer time that we'll get into here in, in, a, in a little bit, uh, you'll start by writing down in the left-hand column what you want to ask God or thank him for or what, whatever is in your mind or heart. It's just w- whatever you would like uh, to have a conversation with him about, you'll just begin by writing in that left-hand column. Now, sometimes God will start the conversation, which is great, too, and then you just obviously start in the other, in the other column. So write down, you know, whatever whatever's coming to you and this this is just how you approach this this practice and then you simply rest and wait on God's response and when it comes in the silence we just simply capture what we are sensing in the right hand column. In in the early stages of this practice, you know, just don't be concerned with whether you are Um, certain that the thoughts, feelings, and images that you're writing down are from God. Uh, Just capture what is coming to you. Uh, There'll be a time later where you can begin to discern what is God and what might be of you. But initially, we just want to capture whatever is coming, whatever we're sensing, without analyzing it or overthinking. So it could come in the form of thoughts, which are you know, you'll know write down in words. It could come in images or it could come in feelings. Whatever it is, just go ahead and capture what you sense he is uh, saying in, in return to you. And then when you sense God has finished, feel free to continue the conversation with whatever surfaces for you. So rather than just asking a a single question and then having a response and then stopping, just keep going. Just like a a normal conversation with a person, you know, where one one, uh, point of discussion leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And we just want to continue on with God as long as uh, that conversation goes. And so you just write down in the left-hand corner or left-hand column your thoughts and in the right-hand column his his thoughts
0: at this point in the episode we're going to give you some time to journal your conversation with God if your thoughts begin to wander, that's okay gently come back to the conversation and speak honestly feel free to pause the episode right here and come back when you have finished or continue to listen for a few minutes while this song plays in the background.
1: know, Evan, you had, you had talked about just actually uh, doing this exercise uh, as, as we were kind of praying and talking together as we were getting ready for this time. And are you um, up for sharing how you experienced it?
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I'm just going to read through a conversation, and hopefully I'm not having to say... The transitions, my words or God's words too often in the conversation, uh, breaking it up. But this was my conversation with God uh, that was prompted preparing for this podcast episode. And it started with me saying, hello, God. And I pictured myself saying it with somewhat of our sarcastic uh, tone because of my negative uh my negative reactions to, to doing this in the first place. And God responded very lovingly and said, hello, Evan. And my response, it's taken me a long time to unlearn this image I had of you, a bearded white guy sitting on a throne with people on their knees around you for miles in every direction. God responded, what a funny image of me. Everyone has to start with something, No. My response was, yes, that makes sense. What do you picture when you think of me now, God said. Well, that's difficult to answer. I often think of nature images. The wind, a tree, river, mountain, flowers, a wild animal, the Milky Way. I see divine masculine and divine feminine. I imagine you filling my lungs with each breath I take. I can't not see you or feel you. You are ever-present and hidden at the same time. So it's weird to interact with me in conversation, says God. Hmm. Yes, it is. (laughs) I don't find myself conversing with the images I mentioned above but that's probably because I've only been taught to speak to other humans who also speak English. I guess I could begin speaking to you when I see you in nature. God says, I'd like that. Words are powerful. They unite the masculine and feminine in an act of creation. Ah, yes, of course they do, I responded, thinking of Genesis uh, poem of creation. God said, conversations can also happen beyond words. My response, communication, nonverbal, a dance. He said to me, you speak to me even when you are unaware of it. I delight in our conversations at all times. I said, I too delight in the awareness of your presence and communication. This has been nice, using words to interact with you. It's been a while since we've used this form of communication. God said, agreed. (laughs) And I said, this is not the end of our communication, but a transfer of language from written word to mental awareness and flowing with you. And God responded, "Let's dance." Hmm.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's 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 beautiful, Evan. Uh, how, what was it? What was it like for you to have this this kind of a a prayer conversation? I mean, how would how would you describe your your heart, or just what was this like and how how was it different than maybe some other ways that you you pray with him
0: yeah so i think more often than not my prayer doesn't include words uh these days and so mm. uh it it involves silent attention uh and um very nonverbal, but just the feelings of love uh, and so in doing this and in conversing with God, which was something that I practiced earlier uh, in my life more often than I do now, was uh energizing to me and and I think mm-hmm. I've learned to be honest with myself and honest with God in new ways that really opened up the door for this conversation. And I allowed myself to start the conversation sarcastically with negative emotions, and that was something I think I would avoid doing for a really long time uh, because I, I, I I would try to make up what the conversation should look like. Instead of really uh, being honest with myself and being honest with God about what I am feeling and and communicating those things in words. So it was kind of freeing, too, to begin this new journey of communicating with words honestly with God again and, and hearing Him and His love for me through God's responses.
1: that's really great um uh, did you did you notice that when when you were in this conversation that your thoughts were captive to him and in, in other words that your thoughts weren't wandering off to other topics how how did you experience
0: that i did notice it and it was uh that was one of the reasons why i approached this in the first place with a genuine approach is cuz i do believe in the practice of focusing the mind so that kind of was the the selling point if you will to try this back out again and and it did uh there the focus was on uh my interaction my words god's words and the even the feelings associated i was i was feeling those or more attentive to my feelings as i had this conversation than If I were not to have written it down, I think the writing down uh, of this was a big piece of how my attention was held on these words Mm. for uh, the amount of time that the conversation happened.
1: Hmm. Well, that's great. That's really great. You know, one of the interesting things is that that what we're practicing here, this conversational prayer or journaling prayer, is actually. much of the Bible is is an example of this very kind of mm-hmm. prayer. When you know, when you think of um, you know whether it is you know Abraham or Moses or David or obviously Jesus, um, but if you look, if you if you as you read the Bible, look for these conversations. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Job um, and on and on and on and on. But there, what we're doing here is. It has been the way God has communicated um, from the very be- beginning. Even in the garden with Adam and Eve, they were in conversation, um, just like what you just um, shared. Um, I can remember, I, you know, this has become, uh, and maybe maybe this is just because of my personal challenge of my thought life running away. Um, but over the years, gosh, I don't know, it's probably been 17, 18 years that I've been Doing journaling prayer and most days I'll I'll do it. You know, maybe five or ten minutes, or sometimes it's much longer, depending upon the conversation I enter into. But I've really needed this. Uh, even if I'm reading scripture and I don't understand something, I'll I'll stop, pause, and enter into a conversation with God for for Him, for the Holy Spirit to reveal the the deeper meaning of what I'm reading, and so. Uh, it's been it's been a, a vital practice that um, that God has given me, and and I, you know I, I think it's been, if not the most, one of the most uh, important ways that uh, that He has invited me into um, a loving and intimate relationship with Him. We we talk all the time in this in this fashion, and um, I can remember I was just going to share a, a personal story that happened, um, or I think it was in January of this year, earlier this year. I was, um, I had this, this question had really, um, hit my heart and I wanted to ask God about it. And, and, uh, it was something that I, you know, I had been experiencing, but it was, you know, like, how do we help other people in this? And, and so here, here's, here's my version of what, what you just, um, just did. So in the, in the left-hand column, literally I wrote my words and just like we just said, and in the right-hand column, God's words. And I started with, there's something I'd really like to know. And I sent him saying, and I wrote down, you can ask me anything. And so I asked, I said, okay, how can I, and how can others, how can we really fall in love with you You know, and it's, I was asking God. I wasn't asking myself. I wasn't asking somebody else. I really wanted to know from him what he would have to say about it. It was a pause and I just waited. You know, sometimes you have to wait a few minutes. and, um, And what came from him was, that's a very important question. And I sensed him saying, do you want to know why you find it so hard to do, to fall in love with me? And in the left-hand column, I said, yes, I do. And here's here's what he said. He said, you don't stop to let me tell you how much I love you. Really don't even ask me to show you how I love you. And I can remember when those words were coming, there was no condemnation. It was just like, this is why. And then he went on to say, and... You will never fall in love with me unless you let me love you first. And I said, well, even if I ask, how will I know you're speaking to me? Like, how do I know it's really you? Which I know we all ask. And I sensed him saying, have you asked me how to hear from me? And I said, sometimes sometimes. And he said, Do you do you wanna do you want to more than just sometimes? And <laughs> I said, Yeah, well yes, of course. And here, here's what he said, and I just wrote all of this down. He said, First your heart has to be open to me. Sometimes you let things like shame and guilt and anger and unworthiness and fear close your heart to me. It hurts my heart when you do this. It hurts me when you hurt. My love for you sees you as you really are. My love loves you no matter what choices you have made in the past or what will ever make in the future. I remember there was a pause and And then he said, do you remember that decision you made that no one other than you and I know about? The one you wish you had never made? And he went silent. And I remembered that decision I made many, many years ago that I wish I had never made. And then he said, I love you anyway, forever. I I didn't write this down, but I can remember in that moment, it was just like, it was so real because he was saying what the decision that I made, he loved me anyway. And then and then he said, and I wrote this down, he said, I am love, so I cannot not love you. It's impossible for me not to love you, no matter what's happened or will happen in your life. And, you know, we're in a conversation and I just said, really? And he said, yes, really. And he said, it's when you believe things about yourself that I don't believe about you that your heart can close to me. Please see yourself with the eyes of unceasing grace that I see you with. Please. And then I just sat in that. You know, kind of of in in my way, it would be different for all of us, but I just let my heart kind of receive that. It was a it was such a gift. And so there was a pause and I just sat in it. And then, and then another question surfaced in me. And so I just asked it. I put it in the left-hand column. I said, can I ask another question? How do you actually talk to me, to us? And, you know, part of this was I was just like, Lord, how do, how do I do this? And how do, how do you talk to me? And then how do you talk to others? You know, how can we help one another in all of this? And he said, has, your, has my written word ever touched your heart? And I said, yes, many times. He said, do you have a favorite verse that guides you? I said, yes, I do. <laughs> he said, who do you think put that verse on your heart? And I, you know, I mean, this is just a conversation, just like you know we're having. And I, I said, like you, and uh, he said, good answer. He's he's so funny, Evan. You know, I mean, he obviously created humor, and and I just made me smile. And then he went on to to ask. He said, Have you ever had uh, creative thoughts, or kind thoughts, or wise thoughts? Thoughts of how to help others, selfless thoughts, even fun thoughts. He said, Have you ever had those thoughts? And I said, Yeah, of course. And he again asked, Where do you think those thoughts came from? And this time, with a little bit more confidence, I said, You? And he said, Good answer. And then again, writing, writing all of this down, writing in the right-hand column, he went on to say, any thoughts of goodness and love are coming from me to you? You just didn't know they were from me. And then he said, it's okay, I love you. And then he went on to say, have you ever felt overwhelming peace or love or kindness or joy? Have you felt overwhelming compassion for those suffering? Have you ever been angry for injustice? Have you ever felt an overwhelming generosity for the least of these? And I kind of took all of that in and I said, yes. And he asked again, he said, where do you think those feelings come from? And this time, I, with more confidence, said, they come from you. And he said, another good answer. (laughs) And then he just went on. I mean, this is just like a conversation. He went on to say, you see, you have always felt these feelings were your own, when many of them have been my heart's feelings within yours my heart's feelings within yours. And then he said, um, he said, you know, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me, which Paul said in Galatians 2.20. And he said, all of that is me living in you, my heart in yours. And here he is answering a very simple question of how do do I hear and experiencing you? Then he said, "The next time your heart is deeply moved, just ask me if it's me in you." Okay. Then I said, "Okay." <laughs> and then and then I said, um, "I should probably just ask you what question you want me to ask you." And he said, "Do you do you know what I would really like?" And I said, "No, please tell me." Said I would like to spend some quiet time alone with you. Um, I want to share some important things with you. I would love for you to ask me a few personal questions. And I just said, "What? What questions?" And and I would just encourage. Everyone, if you, if you would go ahead and write these down, because I think this was an invitation—not just to me, but I think it's an invitation to all of us—and so we'll just go through these. The first one was, "Would you, would you ask me?" So God's saying this: "Would you ask me what I want you to know in life right now?" So maybe go ahead and and, and write that down, and maybe. You know, however you want to do it, you can write that question to God in your left-hand column or you can write it from him to you in the right-hand column. Either way. So would you ask me what I want you to know in life right now? So God, what do you want me to know in life right now? And then the next one is, this was him again. He was saying, would you please ask me to show you how much I love you? Would you ask me if you're my beloved? So you can put this, please put this in your own words, but, you know, God, would you show me how much you love me? Or am I am I your beloved, really? However you would word it, but go ahead and if you would write that down. And then on that that day, the last thing he asked me was, would you ask me what I like about the way I've made you? Would you ask me what I like about the way I made you? So you can, again, ask it however you would ask it. You know, it's like, God, would you, Jesus, uh, Father, would you show me what you like about the way you've made me? and then he and then he finally said, uh, "In this conversation, he said, "Come then, let's spend some quiet time together, just you and me, you and your best friend in the universe." <laughs> made me laugh <laughs> and so you know we just we invite you, Evan and I, and most importantly, God invites you into practicing this." this journaling prayer, conversational prayer. And, and those are just a a few things that you could start with. You may have something else that you want to start with and whatever that is for you in, in this moment of your life. Um, but just like Evan described and, and how I've just shared in this one example, you just start the conversation with him and see where, see where your conversation goes. Um, Evan, thoughts? Thoughts on all of this as we...
0: Yeah, there seems to be these yeah. three words that come to mind listening uh, to you share your experience and, and having gone through uh, reading my experience again. And the three words are honesty, sincerity, and curiosity. Uh, mm-hmm. And I it just... Uh, what what are your thoughts on those words? How do you think those play into having a conversation with God? And yeah, what do you think?
1: Well, I I, I think they're they're spot on. I mean, I um, <laughs> you know, God knows exactly what we need any any moment and every moment. He's the, he's the only one that does. He's the holder of all truth. Anything that we're ever facing in life, anything, big, small, uh, he holds the answers. And and that, that honesty and the curiosity is if we feel safe enough to mm. approach him with anything, just like you did. I mean, you were really honest with him in that prayer conversation. You started with, here's, I I'm I don't really want to do this. <laughs> and here's why. I, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I love that. Um because he has no issue with that uh, for any of us. Mm. And so and in just the and the word curiosity is like he he are we are we um humble enough and do we know that that wherever we're at that it's safe with him? that we can ask him anything, then that leads us to asking anything. And, and I think those are, those are really important points and you can be, you know, you can enter into this wherever you are. I mean, we've done this, you know, we've walked with people that don't even believe he is who he says he is. And, you know, we've talked about this before. It's just like, we'll just ask him, enter in a conversation with him, you know, Um, or it could be some pain that you're going and through in life or, or, or suffering or just hurting for others or whatever it might be. You can be bone honest with him and mm-hmm. uh, just just enter into that conversation. So, yeah, I love those words.
0: Yeah, I like the addition of safe. I wrote that one down uh, whenever you said that, and I, I think that's important. I did feel that it was safe to express uh, myself to God and this is probably another podcast episode, another uh, podcast or another conversation altogether, but just the idea that God is a safe place to go with our thoughts Mm -hmm. and feelings and questions and uh, yeah, all all of that, that, that Mm -hmm. it is a safe place. And I think sometimes we forget that or are even told otherwise. Um, So uh, yeah, I, I, I've enjoyed engaging with this practice, uh, and I I think having a safe view of God is uh, important in, in in entering into something like this.
1: Yeah. Well, we, um, you know, it's like. Any, anything that we uh, share and talk about and tell stories about, this is, for, for all of us on this long walk together, it's it's just simply an invitation. And some of the things that we talk about and some of the prayer exercises that we go through that are inviting us to to draw closer to Him, some will work better for you, uh, others won't. Um, all, we, all we suggest is just the ones that really resonate with your heart, the ones that God seems to meet you in the most. Uh, go with those. Practice them for a season. Um, you know, like I mentioned, I've been journaling. Prayer is one of those that just really, for whatever God's purposes were, it stuck with me, and it's been something that I've it's been a joy um, for so many years now. And um, um, but, but all of these various different things that we're doing, uh, in this journey together, just find what works best for you. And, uh, we just encourage you to try this if you've never done it before. Um, just, uh, give it a try. So just, it's, um, I just love being on this, this journey together, Evan. I mean, it's. You know, even even as we're preparing for these podcasts, God is showing us new ways to enter into these conversations. It's om- you know, not almost. I was gonna say it's almost like He is, He is with us in this journey. <laughs> in truth, He is leading this journey. <laughs>
0: right. Right. Um,
1: but anyhow, it's. Um, I'm just. Uh, I'm just grateful that we, we have a chance to. To, uh, to enter into these practices uh, together. Um,
0: Yes, me too. It's wonderful. If you'd like to go deeper with thoughts and ideas from today's episode, join us on Facebook and Instagram at Cloudwalk Ministries. This podcast is made possible because of your support. If you'd like to contribute to the Thin Space podcast and help us on our mission of helping people fall in love with God, you can do so on our website, cloudwalk.org. Thanks for listening.